This is Austin Real Estate Investing. Austin Real Estate Investing. We'll be discussing real estate investing in Austin, Texas, and bringing you experts from all different sectors of the real estate game. Your host, Jordan Moorhead, is a real estate agent and investor in Austin and is here to help you get started or to build your portfolio and explore new strategies. Hi, this is Jordan Moorhead, and this is the Austin Real Estate Investing Podcast. Today, we have Greg Carlson, a veteran and a real estate expert in Austin, who's going to tell us all about his experience helping others invest in real estate in Austin and also investing in real estate in Austin himself. Hey, Greg, how are you doing? Oh, man, I'm having a fired up Wednesday right now, a wonderful Wednesday. That's Thanks awesome. for asking. How about yourself? Great, great yeah. to hear. Yeah. Absolutely. Great day Thanks. here, too. Yeah. Greg, before we get too deep into things, most important question we ask here on the podcast, what is your favorite restaurant in Austin? Oh, snap. My favorite restaurant that I have not been to yet is Jeffrey's. And the favorite restaurant that I've been to is, you know, if I just just because the memories that I've had there and great conversations is North Italia. Mm. I, I can't explain why. You know, it's not like off the chart food or anything but i think just because the great times i've had there with friends that's my favorite absolutely which location is your favorite the downtown location downtown love it I, we yeah. love that place too <clears throat> so real quick greg for everybody listening who are you and how are you involved in real estate in the austin area all right all right yeah so i've been in uh, the real estate industry for seven years uh, i got my brokerage license at year the year four Mark, I'm over here at uh, Keller Williams Realty Market Center number one, uh, the first original Keller Williams office, part of the Agent Leadership Council, and uh, what else? Investor, real estate investor, and uh, recently, actually recently, which I'm super proud of, I just became a a coach with Forward Coaching. Oh, cool! So. Uh, obviously, we'll talk about the real estate investing, but what is forward coaching? What do they do? Yeah, forward coaching is for real estate agents that want to elevate their mindset and their business. Okay, so you, you help real yeah. estate agents obviously be better agents. That's exactly right. Yep. Yep. Cool. And the reason um, I did that is because real, real, real quick. Yeah, the reason I did that is because uh, you know I. I, I saw what real estate can do for people's lives to see where it's done for mine. So if I can help other people do that too, in any way, it's like, man, that gets me gassed up. So that's why I decided to do that. That's awesome. And what do you invest in, in the Austin area too? I know you invest in some real estate too. Yeah. Yeah. So right now I've got, uh, a, they're all single family residences uh, and they're all, uh, well, I've got one long-term rental at the airport. I've got my primary residence, which will be a short-term rental, actually. It will be. I've got the mm -hmm. permit. And then I'm under contract for a condo at the St. Elmo District right now, mm -hmm. which is expected to be one of the most popping parts of the town once everything's fully developed over there with, um, with what do they call that? The St. Elmo Market. Looking mm -hmm. forward to that. Big yeah, time. there's lots of cool stuff over there. That's going to be really exciting. Thank Greg, you. what 
what got you started investing in real estate? Obviously, you're an agent, but what interested you investing in real estate? Because I know most agents actually don't invest. Dude, I became an agent so I could invest. Okay. <laughs> I So I, after the military, I was in college just because it, it didn't make sense not to go to college because the GI Bill covered it. Mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm in the military, go off to school, and uh, I, started, I just started reading extracurricular books. I don't know how or why happened reading, reading uh, about investing and wealth building. And I was like, wow, you know something that's uh that's kind of calling, calling me for some reason. It sounded like a next grand endeavor. So I said to myself, if I'm going to invest, how do I want to do it? Is it paper assets, is it businesses, or is it real estate? And I was like, real estate. Why? Well, because I can make a living while I'm learning about making those investments. I said, let's go for it. That's it. So as soon as I graduated school, moved to Austin, got my real estate license, and off we went. Nice. And where were you before? You were in the mil were you in the military? Oh. But you you think you you mentioned it, but where were you in the military? Hey guys, this is Jordan Moorhead here, and I wanted to ask if you could do a huge favor for me. If you could go leave a review for this podcast wherever you're listening to it. That would really help me get this into the hands of other people that are interested in information about Austin real estate investing, and I'd be able to help more people. Thanks, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So right out of high school, uh, I say about a year after after high school, I went into the Navy, and mm -hmm. um, I was stationed uh, in the Great Lakes area for BUDS prep training, mm -hmm. basic underwater demolition school training, and then off to San Diego for BUDS, which is the, the SEAL Pro. Program. Mm -hmm. I was there for a couple of weeks and then my hip went kapow and then I had surgery, but then I got a desk job at the Special Warfare Center, which was good because I wanted to be in that environment still so I could learn from them. And then school, once I left the military, was back in New York, about 20 minutes north of Manhattan. Okay. So, so you were east to west coast and back to the east coast? Yeah. Yeah, well, a little bit in the middle. A little bit in the middle of Chicago. Oh, eight eight yeah, months. Yeah. Great Chicago. Lakes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know there was any sort of military operations in the Chicago area. So that's a, a new news to it, me. It's, it's it's the only, there's only one Navy boot camp location and that's it. Really? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Army's got a bunch of different uh, boot camp locations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you got started getting interested in real estate investing while you were in the Navy or while you were going to college on the GI Bill. Um, you got into working as an agent, and then when did you start investing? How many years as an agent did you start investing? It was I started making money. It was year, year um, four. Year four. Okay. Well, wait a minute. So got my, got my license 2017. Mm -hmm. Year three. Bought my first house three years after. Three years. Yeah. That's awesome. Um. What's the biggest mistake you would say you've made in real estate investing, Greg? Dude. Oh, my gosh. So I offloaded a property that I had in New Orleans on the waterfront that I made. was dear to my heart. I was so excited to buy this house, man, and, and put it on the Airbnb market. I spent months on end reading books. I read about eight books start to finish about Airbnbs. I took a bunch of notes, got the spreadsheets, took the classes online, all this stuff. And then I was like, okay, I'm ready to go look 
And then I spent months looking at properties, analyzing deals. And then I finally found this one house where the numbers made so much sense. Mm. I was like, this is it. Yes, yes. So I called the realtor. Hey there. Think about putting off on this property. Can I put it on Airbnb? And with the utmost confidence, here's, here's the answer to your question right here. With the utmost confidence, this agent said, of course, I can put it on Airbnb. Uh, well, there's a little bit of underlying nuances there, okay? Mm-hmm. Such, as, such as it needs to be a homestead, yeah. which means I need to have my driver's license and my address there. Now, I told this agent that it was going to be a second property of mine. I live here full time. I run a business here full time. You know what happened? They strictly they just didn't know. They just didn't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I bought the house, fully furnished at twenty seven hundred square feet with the deck furniture and the games and make it fun for the Airbnb guests, painted contractors, whatever. Time to get that license? Nope. Adios. Wow. And I just closed on it. I sold it. I sold it. Yeah, yeah, man. Sold it. Uh, about probably 30 days ago at this point. Okay. So when did you buy it? When was I your it, initial uh, closing date? Yeah, I bought it about 18, 18 months ago. Okay. So you I re- you bought it 18 months ago and you just sold it a month ago. So you had to carry the mortgage for a year and a half roughly? Yes, I did. Yes. I rented it out three times, mm-hmm. a month at a time. Because anything over a month is not short term. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yes, yeah, so, but that didn't do anything. The electric bill in that house was roughly $600 a month, wow. which is crazy. It's wow. crazy. I don't know what's going on in New Orleans, but that electric bill is insane. Yeah. That is insane. So you, you, I think <laughs> if, if I'm understanding what you're inferring, listening to the agent and not doing your own research was kind of the, the biggest issue there. But then the yeah, economics that was the biggest mistake. Okay. That was the biggest mistake. I, I, I took the agent's word mm-hmm. as opposed to looking into it myself. Yeah, that's rough. I know right? that. Well, it's just because when... Go ahead. Go ahead. That's rough. That's tough. Hard to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because that, you know, when I got a client, I'm not like... I don't tell them, yeah, of course you can. I'm not, I don't, I don't speak on things that I don't confidently know the answer to. That's bad business. That's like a primary way to get bit. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. And I think you're, you're right. You know, most agents, if they don't know the answer, they're not going to tell you something. Um, you know, that maybe that agent thought you could, but obviously didn't know for sure. And that cost you a lot for of money, sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, it costs a lot of money, man. It costs a lot. Of money. Yeah. That's rough. So how does that make you feel about other short-term rentals? You know, maybe that is, is that scare you off a little bit from short-term rentals? Have you wanted to be part of GoBundance, the tribe of millionaires, but just haven't hit that millionaire status yet? Well, now you can, not even being a millionaire, by joining our new program, GoBundance Emerge. My name's Jamie Gruber, creator of GoBundance Emerge and member of the GoBundance community. And now you can join. GoBundance.com slash emerge. GoBundance.com slash emerge. Use code Jordan for $100 off this 12-week goal-setting program and mastermind that'll propel you to being a whole-life millionaire. 
Great question. Uh, no, no, it doesn't. Because okay. I know that you can get three to five X on a return as opposed to a long-term rental. Mm. Plus I enjoy that aspect of, uh, of business period. I enjoy like being a host mm-hmm. and making my short-term rental special. I enjoy the competitive aspect of it. Right. What if there's like three right down the road? Well, how can I make mine different and more fun? Right. I just, mm-hmm. that stuff gets me going, man. So it's only a matter of time before I get another one. That's awesome. Yeah, no, we had a, uh, an awesome short-term rental host here in Austin that just came on and talked about the new, more relaxed short-term rental regulations in Austin. Um, his name's Lucas Piper. You should definitely check out that episode. But yeah, yeah. yeah, they can be great investments. I've had good luck with them. And I know a lot of people on this podcast have had great luck with them. So yeah, they can be awesome. That's- like you said, if you have a great experience, people love coming. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just like, oh, me and my girlfriend broke up. You know, are you, are you not going to get another girlfriend because of that one time? No. You keep getting <laughs> You know, you keep going, you know. It's a great yeah. analogy. Yeah. Greg, if you had to start real estate investing over today, is there anything you would do differently? So let's say 2017 when you got your license, you know, obviously you're interested. Anything you'd do differently from when you started investing? So we're, we're gearing this towards the uh, investment specifically. Oh, yes. I plug myself into consistent investor meetups. Mm. Consistent. Okay. From the get-go, get licensed. Boom. Go to the even pre-license. Second mm. you say, I'm going to get into real estate, book your calendar with investor meetups that are consistent. Because you want to continue to get that FaceTime with those same people. You're going to learn a ton. Because these are people with experience, and that is worth its weight in gold. It's invaluable almost. I mean, really. So uh, to hear those people talk, hear what they look for. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you don't, where are you going? You're going on YouTube and looking. You're reading books. You can't you can't beat that real-life experience talking to people that have done it. Yeah. Especially yeah. in your local market, too. I think that's so important because every market's so different. You know, what works here in Austin might not work in New Orleans or might not work in Baltimore. So if you're in a, a local market and you're listening to podcasts or YouTube or reading books that aren't about that specific local market and what's working right now, I think that's just such good advice. So go to local meetups. Uh, most of the time they're free, which is also good. And there's people there that are actually doing deals. So you know, if you're talking to people that are doing deals in this local market right now, you're going to get the experience of what works and what doesn't and, and how to get it done. It's going right to the source. That's mm-hmm. right. Yep. That's, that's such, that's never had that advice on the podcast here, but I think that's probably the best advice you could get for something. that's completely for free and anybody can do. Uh, Greg, what are your long-term goals for real estate investing and where do you see yourself going with that? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a minimum of two properties per year for the next 30 years. Okay. And the reason I I set that goal is because it's possible to do it. Mm -hmm. It is. Okay. Um, And and at the end of the 30 year mark, uh, the numbers come out to roughly 40 to $50 million net worth if you started today. So 40 to 50 million. Net worth in 30 years, 
I can, I can, I'll be 30, I'll be 64 years old, 64, retiring, doing anything I want, whenever I want, with whoever I want, just because Mm -hmm. I'm buying stuff. And who doesn't like to buy stuff, right? I like buying stuff. I'm going to go buy some houses. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Yes. Great. Yeah, man. So, uh, and I would encourage anybody to figure out how to do that. There's all kinds of literature out there. If it, you know, when it comes to funding these deals, things like that. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. That's such an an achievable goal. Like you said, you can buy two houses a year, but I loved how you, you outlined doing it over a long period of time and the compounding wealth that that produces over 30 years, two houses a year. I I would say you'll at least hit that. You said $30 million. Jordan Moorhead here. Really quickly, wanted to tell you a couple other ways you can keep track of us. If you want to listen to all these podcasts and ask questions, the Moorhead team on YouTube is the best place to be. And then Austin Real Estate Investors on Meetup is a great place to keep track of all of our meetups we have going on. Uh, 40 to 50. 40 to 50. Yeah, mm-hmm. easily 40 to 50. Let's say you do that in Austin and they're $400,000 oh, a piece right now. You know, no problem. Ah. Are you going to hit 50? Exactly. And it's fun. Yeah. Right? It's not boring. I don't, I don't know. For me, uh, like stocks and like checking, checking my phone, looking at my stocks, whatever. It's not like that exciting to me, but it might be just some, right? Like Warren Buffett loves that stuff, right? You can mm-hmm. tell he loves it. He's great at it. Uh, for, for me, you know, I, I just something about real estate sites and going out there, yeah. looking at properties and and I think something that's that's so exciting about real estate too is the wealth that's built there is tax sheltered in so many ways, especially for real estate professionals like us. You know, we can take unlimited depreciation and, and put that against our income. So if you have 30, 40, 50 properties, you're probably paying next to nothing a year in taxes, even if you're making a good income as a realtor or a real estate professional of any sort. Yes. Yeah, the tax incentives and advantages are endless. I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head. Can't forget about that stuff. And then, but then that brings me to another point. Uh, we talked a little bit about lessons. I know you're not you didn't plan on asking me this. And I feel like I should share regardless. Go ahead. Getting getting a good a tax professional. There are so many different niches, like estate planning tax professional, a CPA that simply files the taxes, a tax strategist, okay? There's a lot of those different variations. And also interviewing one that knows real estate specifically mm-hmm. is huge. But once you get a good one, once you get a good one, treat them like gold, and they're going to treat you like gold. Yeah, and I think you make such a Interview. good point there. Because so many people think your CPA is just going to give you all this advice, and, and that's not really their job. And you said it right there. Their job is to file your taxes. Their job is not so, to plan out everything for you. Yep, yep. They, yeah, they don't, they don't come up with the strategies. Like, let's say you want to get pre-approved for because 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 you can't show zero income, or else you're not going to get a mortgage for anything, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to have this conversation with somebody that's going to be able to relate to it. And come up with a plan that makes sense for what you're doing. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I love that. That's great advice too. And something people don't talk about a lot is, you know, the CPA is not your advisor. They're your accountant and it's their job to file returns for you. It's not to sit down with you. 
January 1 and say, hey, how, what are we going to do with taxes this year? How do we put it together where you can get approved for what you want? Obviously, if you find a really good one, you have a really good relationship, you'll get some of that from them, but they get busy. They can't do everything. Exactly. They get super busy. Mm-hmm. And then the estate planning piece talks about, so you got the planning side. What about the protection side? Mm-hmm. Don't you want to protect your assets? Talk to an estate planner and they're going to they're gonna go ahead and and tell you like what, what entity you should put this uh, investment property under, right? Or how to how to shelter your your wealth so that's protected, right? All these little things. It goes very deep, but we'll just leave it there, there for today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, reach out to an estate planner or reach out to you know tax strategist and, and figure this stuff out. And obviously, you want a great CPA, but. You need some other help there too. And I think that that's really cool. You mentioned that because that does not get talked about a lot. Gotcha. Greg, do you have a favorite book that you like to recommend to people? Yeah, it's called, it's called, um, it's Grant Cardone. And it's called Be Obsessed or Be Average. This book. Great. Yeah. Great book. It's one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the audio because. When he's talking, he's the one delivering it, which is great. I love when the author actually does the audiobook. He, you know, he's a fired up guy. He is. Mm-hmm. So you're listening to him first thing in the morning on your drive to the office, and you're just like, "Whoa, I'm gonna get after it." Awesome. Yes, I didn't know he. I didn't know he uh, read that too. I do. Uh, same with you. I like it when the author reads. Yeah, it's more impactful for some reason. It's like the delivery is just more like mm, we've got the emotion going into it. Yeah. 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 It's their words. And mm-hmm. it's, it's cool to see them reading it. Greg, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Yeah. Uh, at Greg Carlson on Instagram. Hit me up uh, on that. Let me direct message if you want to chat about anything. If you want to talk about mindset in general, mm-hmm. right? Even if you're not looking to get in the real estate space, you just want to talk about mindset, mental toughness, uh, thinking big, all that stuff. Always here to chat and help. Okay. So that's at Greg Carlson on Instagram. Just, just yep. all one word. Okay. That's it. Awesome. Yep. All right. So, Greg, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, at Greg Carlson on Instagram. I am at Jordan Moorhead on Instagram. I'm sure I will see you here soon. Let's see you. I'll see you in the hallway. Hey, good to see you. Absolutely. Great good day. to see you too. You too. Thanks for having me on. Ciao. Bye. Bye-bye.